Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's hour one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Welcome in. Welcome back to Woolchuck and myself. I was out for three days. Woolchuck's been out for uh, quite a few uh, he has returned, and uh, we look forward to talking sports here with you over the next five hours. Uh, there's Brian Broaddus, former NFL scout and, and executive. He's got his LSU golf shirt on as per usual, uh, always rocking some LSU one way or another. There's Lucius Alexander in the Pimp Cup. You got uh, Woolchuck and Chia follow reunited, and it feels so good here. And, of course, Carter Freeman's coordinating your video, 105.thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. And you can uh, chat with us there or the truckwreck.com fan text at 877-881-1053. Yeah, tons going on in the world of sports, guys. NFL Combine starts next week. It's going to run NFL uh, free agency March 15th. So, dude, like the next three or four weeks. And today starts the beginning of the personnel movement cycle in the form of the franchise tag window. You hear that sound? It has been opened. And that is uh, a treasure trove of sports content for us to talk about. Hell the hell you guys doing on this Tuesday, though? Fantastic, man. Got the boy boy back. Feeling good. He's got his new car. You can tell he's aged significantly over the last 10 days or so since we last saw him. Stress levels are high, uh, but the body's still looking good. Soda's taking care of him. You get, you're back, General. I mean, yeah. this is fun. And we got franchise tag. Is Tony Pollard going to get 10.1 today? Yeah. 10.1? Yeah. Guys, I thought, you know, taking a vacation would be a stress reliever. I know. That ended up being the bleeping opposite. It was fun. It was fun getting into the apartment. That was exciting. Talked yep. to you guys on Wednesday. I was feeling great. I was like, okay, this place is all set up. I know Brian's looking at the pictures that I posted. He's like, this guy doesn't know how to hang a damn thing up on the wall. It's it's true. Which is, I, I own that. That's fine. Yeah, it needs a female touch. But yeah, it absolutely does. Well, then that, that, that's not going to happen in the apartment then, right? No. Wow. Probably not going to happen, Brian. I'll have to have Uncle Bri Bri come over here and uh, go. Well, ahead I'm the same way, it. so I've, I've learned. Oh, oh, okay, I'm the same oh, way, right, so perfect. I've had to learn. That's good. I've had to learn how to do well, it. That's you why. won't be coming over then, Brian. <laughs> yeah. But then Thursday, I decide. All right, I, I got to go visit sister. She's been guilting me. She's just had ankle surgery. I get halfway to Austin. The car craps out. No, the heating fans blow, and the motor ends up dying. And now. The Lexus did it just lock? <laughs> dying with be all saved. your hopes and dreams is now. Uh, it's now been put to bed. So yesterday I went car hunting, and I had told, and Eric talked about this with you, Brian. Yeah, I had showed him, and and I'm I'm feeding all of this to Eric because Eric is a former car. Eric's salesman. a car guy, so I'm I'm like he'll getting, sell you when it like, gets stolen. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm nice hoping car. this doesn't get yeah. stolen. He will. He'll make the he'll make the money on it and just leave you without the. I'm trying the, the to get Eric's advice. Like yeah. And shout out to Mike Osmond as well, our good buddy who you've met now, Brian. Mike, Mike I had was dinner with him the other night. Yeah. He's a great guy. Mike's helping me out. But I ended up finding a a Ford Edge from Huffines and Plano. And right now they got to just, they're they're fixing it up. They they had a new engine in it. They're putting a new bumper on there for me. Trying to fix the flood damage. I'm in a loner right now, but hopefully later on in the week uh, I'll be able to pick that up. Get the Carfax on that thing. 
I got the Carfax. You want to look at it? I want to see it. You want to check Uncle it out? Brian, Uncle Brian wants to make sure you're not getting taken. It's Uncle, Perfect. It's Uncle Bri Bri. Perfect. Okay, Uncle Bri Bri. Okay, so Bri, Bri, Bri. Bri. Yeah. And we learned yesterday that Broadus didn't mow his first lawn until the age of 30. That's wild. So if you think he's coming over to hang anything up on your walls, Walchuk, I don't think no, no, he's I the can, guy. No, no, I can do that. Do your dad never had you mow the lawn? No, he didn't trust my ass. He was oh, he didn't trust you. No, he didn't trust me. Elementary friend. Well, that's why. Like, he was worried that I would put the, make it like the settings would be too low sure and i would just scalp it and burn it yeah you know we've no. all asked for a two and they gave you a zero and you're like what hey, the hell we found bro. out that the broadest had growing people up. doing their lawn for them i had found I'll that tell you one time the i had put fertilizer on the yard forgot to put water on it on a summer day kind of thing that was a that we had the worst yard in the, in the neighborhood for a while <laughs> it's tough you yeah, know never, it, well, he never forgave me for that either I, I remember specifically be. begging to mow the lawn at like nine, ten years old because we Did got. You thinking to get money? Uh, no, we got a riding mower, and oh. I, I, I thought it would be awesome. Okay. Race car, yeah, yeah. So even before the riding mower, I was learning how to do it with the push mower, and, and we were off and running. And a, and a few weeks later, of course, we regretted that because that became our new chore, and uh, it was it was quite a job. But that that's surprising, Brian. I what, mean, yeah, that is, that is what's, surprising. What's, you know, he what, comes what, across what's surprising about it. Well, I don't know. You know, I you you like to take I mean, care of things. You you make I your do. own bed. I do. I yeah. ma- I do. You keep things meticulous. I do, and that's yeah. and that's making up for all the days where I wasn't allowed to do any of that stuff because nobody trusted me to do it. Did you want oh, to do okay. that though? Th- th- did I? Yeah. yeah. Did I want to learn how to use power tools? Sure. I'm I'm like I <laughs> wanted to be a real man at one point. <laughs> Hell yeah. And of course, those dreams have died, but it, there was a time completely died. Like you know, it's like, well, hey, you know what? I changed a car battery the other day. I swear, I almost celebrated. Yeah. I like I was Good like feeling. Yeah, I was like, yeah. man, you, but that's the thing with YouTube. You can kind of watch how to do it and you're yeah. like, okay, I can get this. But yeah, like when I was back in the day when they didn't have YouTube and all that stuff, there's so many things I missed out on. I, I watch these guys make like picnic benches and stuff like that and all this and I'm like, man, that that would be cool to do. The- now there's no way in hell. There's some good anxiety that battery change out though, because if you don't have experience, there's th- thought in the back of your mind is I'm gonna electrocute myself right here. Thought is when yeah. you turn the engine on, it's gonna blow through the yeah. the, the, the the well that too. Hood. But when you get a wrench and you're putting like the positive on the first time, do you tap it thinking there's sparks coming off this? Oh no! How you, am I doing I, I this? Le- I learned. I learned. You <laughs> How take, does this work? Yeah, I learned you take that little metal piece with the you know and you just kind of and you, yeah. if it starts to spark, then you're like, oh okay. Then we're like. Yeah, I'm not. I I never trust that. I've done quite a few batteries myself. Oh yeah. crap! Now I, I already got people that are texting me. Hey, watch out for this on the Ford Edge. But the two one four said, "I love my Ford Edge." So I know you're in a good ride. So yeah. thank you very much. I do want to give some love to Tolo O'Brien. He picked me up in Hillsboro okay. as I was waiting an hour and a half for an Uber. Oh, wow. Get out of here! Drive to Austin. What yeah, a dude, man. There was nobody out there that was. Pick- Doing right. He was on the side of the road. Literally, Walchuk was at one point with his sausage thumb up in the air. I wish they couldn't see it. They couldn't see it. It's like, look, and Dewey is waving at you. Please. They thought it was his whole hand. <laughs> no, I'm not Sharif oh, the, over here. Look at the guy waving on him. Please. But Brian, I got. He picked me up. I'm like, are you a sports fan? He goes, yeah. I was just listening to 105.3 The Fan. I was like, okay. Well, told him my name. He said, oh my gosh, I love the G Bag Nation. You guys are awesome. <laughs> did you say I'm the Wooly Bully or did you say I'm Zach I just Wolchuk? gave him my name and then he turned around and he freaked out and 
gave me a big. What this guy randomly pulled over to see if he needed help? No, I, I called an Uber. Oh, it was an Uber. You called an Uber. And it, just it, it just took an hour and a half to get an Uber oh, okay. to finally. Oh, so you're pick in the back the seat. So this wasn't a. This guy was working though, right? He was working. Okay, yeah. well, cool for Brian. He was for working, working, and then yeah. he drove me the rest of the two hours, and we had an awesome, awesome talk the entire. How much of an Uber ride like that run you? It was 175 bucks. 175, not including tip. Wow, that is very stressful. I know you tipped him. I tipped fat. Yeah. Sometimes it happens Don't where the time the off is, is more stressful than work. And that happened to you, Wolchuk. I'm it was sorry horrible. about that. Yeah, you do I'm, not look a bit refreshed. I'm not no. doing that ever. <laughs> he looks like hell. I yeah. feel bad for I'm not him. not doing that ever. Yeah. I was made sad when I saw his face today. Usually it's just a joyous <laughs> hug. I'm like, he actually needs this hug right he's, now. He's My worn guys, out. guy's been through the ring. No, I didn't think I'd be happy to see you guys. He needs I'm his job thrilled back. to be here. <laughs> hey, uh, good news. We are number one. Okay. Two's not a winner. Three, nobody remembers. We've done it again. Congrats to everybody involved with the G-Bag Nation. Uh, you know, we stack dubs around here. Right. And uh, as I said uh, last week, it's what a rebuilding a year in the G-Bag Nation looks like. Okay, a ton going on in the world of sports, though. Thanks to everybody for making us part of your day. It Seriously, does mean a lot. Man, it does mean a lot. And we love sharing details with, with you like that and, and what we got going on. And, and it's great to have Woolchuck back. And thanks so to uh, to Brian down there who helped us out. But we do have the NFL Combine starting next week. And, and we got a lot of stuff going on here today with the franchise tag opening. The window is open. And all signs are pointing towards Tony Pollard, um, you know, getting the franchise tag from the Cowboys. Most of you know by now, you know, uh, it's 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 tough these days to find a team that that wants to give a running back that much of the salary cap. I guess it wouldn't be a horrible mistake because you don't know what else you got and it's only one year. But that's the best compromise I can make because I'm not trying to be too negative about this. It does jam me up. Yeah, it, it takes me right off too, Dawson. I'm right there with you. The biggest problem I think is you really. I mean, we all agree the biggest issue other than Dak throwing interceptions against San Francisco, was the lack of weaponry yeah. and that, that's, that you have on your entire offense. So you're going to let one of two legitimate, bona fide weapons that you feel like the offense has, Lamb and Pollard, you're going to let one of them walk out the door. But I think the circumstances dictate it. It sucks, man, because we already, with Pollard, need more weapons, mm-hmm. and you're going to let him leave. But big picture, I think it's the right move, and a lot of that has to do with the idea that he's coming off a – it's coming off an injury. Ligaments were torn. We just did this thing with Michael Gallup, dude. And even if Pollard does get back to himself, how, how long into the season is that going to take? Are you going to step into the season week one and you get Tony Pollard of old? Probably not. Week four, week six, we're going to get to Thanksgiving. I don't know. I have no idea. But I'm not pay, spending $10 million on I have no idea. Sure. But I have to acknowledge that I have no weapons and this sucks. You, you have to trust your scouts to find you two runners. I understand you're talking about losing both Zeke and Pollard, but it it doesn't take an expedition to find running backs that can produce if you find holes. Like, the secret to the run game is how good Biotish, Pollard, and Tyler Smith were, along with Zach Martin. That's why your running Steel, game succeeded. Steel, don't forget Steel. Steel, Steel. yes, yeah, I, meant, Steel. I, I definitely meant Steel. He's yeah. a huge part of it. And the combo blocks with him and Zach Martin were their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. He goes away. What did Tony Pollard do the rest of the year? Yeah. To me, that tells you a running back can't do it. It takes offensive linemen, and then a lot of different running backs can do it, Wolchuk. Yeah, and, and I think you also have, I mean, you can combine this with the free agent class, which is really, really deep as well. Like, I, I think that's a great point. Do you want to spend $10 million on Tony Pollard, and you're wondering, is he really back to the Tony Pollard that we loved and were hoping we're getting by Halloween coming off the injury? Is that your best way to spend that money? 
or would I be better spent looking at a free agent running back and giving him $4 million and drafting a guy? Is that the best way to retool my backfield? As much as we love Tony Pollard, and he's a guy that doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on the tires, so I'd be more open to maybe giving that guy a second contract or franchise tagging him. But the injury here has really made me rethink this. And I think you just need to move on and go ahead and restock your backfield and have two new backs next year. I would challenge somebody in the league to pay him is what I would do. I wouldn't tag him. And it's not because of the injury or anything like that. I just wouldn't tag him because of what I've seen in the draft, what I've seen in pro free agency. And the fact of the matter is I think people are not going to be willing to pay it back. Now, I could be dead balls wrong about this. But I'm going right, to I'm going I'm no, cha- right to challenge somebody else to pay him. And if somebody else pays him, I'm going to be okay because my backup plan is like you talk about pro free agency or the draft. I've seen enough guys that do things that lead me to believe that they they're, they're complete backs, run, block, catch guys. And it, you know, Tony Pollard did a great thing. It took you 4 years to figure it out, mm-hmm. but I am I'm willing to say I'm going to let you go and ch- and see what you can get in the open market. Yeah. If you want to circle back with me after this, by all means. But I'm gonna, I'm going to I'm going to make somebody pay him is what I'm going to do. The injury thing is quite a bit of risk when you talk about repairing ankle ligaments. Like Dak didn't have the flexibility and the fluidity of motion, and now I don't know what it cost him a quarter step, a half step, but he's not as quick. Now his was a total catastrophic need to, but. The, the ligament portion of it, needing to repair those ligaments after a sprain, that's because they've become incredibly frayed. And the surgical process to kind of help those heal is very traumatic for that area of the body. Mine never recovered. You know, I had a similar surgery to what Tony Pollard had. Now, I had a bad doctor probably compared to what he has. Yeah, but you I had better genetics I than Pollard. Well, I didn't do all of the You're physical therapy that he will. But every doctor that I've talked to after that surgery said, you should have tried harder to not have that surgery. Because once you repair the ligaments, all kinds of weird things happen in that area that aren't natural. All the other things that they repair, the knee, like you get a really clean new ACL from elsewhere in your body. And the way that it's strung together, that ligament area in your ankle, it's like a mesh, you know, that kind of comes together and goes around your foot. And as they try to repair it, there's consequences to that that can make it very difficult to get the same range of motion, balance, strength, and burst. And... I don't know. You know, maybe if you're lucky, you'll be 97% of of what you were. But you ain't getting back to 100. And it's never going to be the same like other injuries allow you to. So I would just sincerely ask the Cowboys, you know, to to challenge themselves to find runners. We have so many problems on this team. You need multiple corners, wide receiver. Uh, run-stuffing defensive tackle. You saw what Hankins did. You need another one of those. You can't depend on day three of the draft. You might need an inside linebacker. And you can find running backs even in the undrafted ranks, I think, that could come in and produce if your offensive line is good. So there's a lot of reasons to not do it, but so far all signs are pointing to the Cowboys' will. Well, and, and that's going to be hugely disappointing. But to Broadus's point, I was reading uh, Barnwell's article in ESPN, and he says kind of a similar thing of like, if you let Pollard test the market, he's like, man, I could see this coming back where Pollard's getting one year six uh, six million. I'm I'm I, I'm oh. I'm gonna I'm like gonna pl- I'm gonna play that. that I'm gonna play that game. Okay. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it and see what happens. And if he's good enough to where I mean, he's a good he's a really good player. Sure. If somebody pays him, fine. 
I'll move on. Man, the, the more we flesh it out, the more it feels it's like as as tough of it as a decision as it kind of feels like it is because you know how good Pollard was this year. It's really black and white. It, it's almost borderline malpractice. You see the proof in the pudding of winning Super Bowls and not paying that position. Yeah, and then doing it with a guy who's coming off an injury and doing it in an off season where we feel like it's the best running back off season ever. <laughs> yeah, from a doubt. draft and free agent standpoint, like just go through that and say the decision's made. Yep. he's not. You're not getting ten million, and and we we can replace you. And really, in five seconds, as sad as. And it there is. are running backs in this draft that have a similar type of skill set in the later round, day three, that you could get and that you can mold into a similar type of player. Okay, other sports stuff going on. Of course, we'll talk. Talk a little bit about the All-Star game. Uh, Shohei Otani's agent is talking about he deserves to see free agency at the end of this season. So he's up to talk extension always, but it appears that's where that is headed. Russell Westbrook heading for the Clippers. Brooklyn Nets coach Jacques Vaughn agreed on a multi-year contract extension. So congratulations to him. And it's a double bet payoff Friday coming up. Again this week. <laughs> really? Who's got? Who's, oh, that's right. Brian's got another one. Yeah, I've got, I've got the Super Bowl. And, uh, and, and, you've got the, yes. and you've got yours as well. Yes. Dude, why don't you make it easy on yourself and just pop that nitro in your mouth and and, and go about your business, man. I'll tell you what, after I saw yeah. what you went through, there's no way in hell that's happening. That that was uh, dangerous. You that know? was. Did that we was, ever get that up on YouTube or do they keep flagging it for self-harm? Yeah. Carter fa- found a way. He's, <laughs> he found he's a, a way. A, yeah, <laughs> he's a pro. Okay, uh, Lucius has your G-bag of the day coming up at 2.30. College football is considering a few significant rule changes that could go into effect next season. Are they a good idea? That is next on 105.3 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on The Fan. Jane Slater was just on the NFL Network. She's talking about, um, you know, she's sure that... 
Tony Pollard is going to be back, or she feels very good about saying Tony Pollard is going to be back. She's just not sure if it's going to be on uh, the tag or an extension. And uh, I think you just hope that the the damage is minimal uh, as far as the contract that is given. Some running backs that are compensated can be part of a very good winning formula. So you'll hope for the best. You'll hope that the he has plenty of tread left on his tires after not playing a lot in the first three seasons and not playing a lot of running back in college either. You know, maybe he can age more like a wide receiver than a traditional running back and, you know, give the Cowboys an element that they wouldn't be able to find in the draft. Because that's what they're saying right here with the decision to tag or extend him. We can't find this in day three of the draft. And I would call BS on that. Uh, Maybe they're not as confident drafting running backs because they haven't had a lot of success. You know, looking back on it, like all the guys that they brought in from Rico Dowdell to all these guys. You know, they're they haven't been good. Um, Going back to the guy that they tried to play replace DeMarco Murray, Joseph Randall. He wasn't good. They thought all the, the world of him. Um, so maybe they just lack confidence in being able to find other ones, and, and maybe that's for good reason. I'll tell you what, I, I could pick a running back for him, a couple of them, if they really want my opinion. You know, On day I, three? I, well, I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm not interested in doing a day three thing. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I mean, because I feel like to me that, you know, you've got these compensatory picks and stuff like that. You know, if if you're if they move on, if, if you want somebody that's going to replace Pollard, you can find that guy in the second round. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can. I mean, the twenty. I have twenty first round grades on my board. They're picking at twenty six. Whoever they pick at twenty six is a second round second round grade on my board. Yeah, I think it's just the same way. You know, they're they're going to put both these. I I, I guarantee they're going to have Robinson and Gibbs in the first round of, on their board. I guarantee, and they get to twenty six if those guys are still there on their board. That's going to be the best players that's on the, that's on their board right now. All righty, segment is brought to you by the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. The consultation's always free. Truckwreck.com. Maybe they'll look at it like we need all of our first uh, two rounds of picks, three uh, three rounds of picks for other positions. If we pay those other positions, they're worth fifteen to twenty mil. Here we get out of it on the tag for $10 million, and we can use those picks for other things um, and give ourselves an assurance at, at running back. You probably still need another one, though. Uh, you know, and, and to me, we didn't even talk about the fact that for a lot of the seasons, they were saying this guy can only take 15 touches a game or he yeah. wears out. Uh, so fatigue's a factor. Okay, four proposed college football rules to shorten the games. Do you think they need to be shorter college football games? You guys watch a lot of them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I mean, Wolchuk still has the the sunglasses oh. burned onto his face from two years ago when he went and saw Texas OU at the oh, Cotton that's Bowl. Right. It was a five yeah. hour game. That yeah. was a that was a, a, a an epidermis hazard. Like dermatologists across the state are still protesting against that game. It's always surprised me that they wouldn't try to get it down to three hours because in a twelve hour broadcast window, you could get an extra game in. If they don't go four hours, sure. you could put more on TV, make more money. Um, but I guess the clock will continue to run after an offense gains a first down except inside of two minutes and a half. Running clock on first downs, that seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, The clock will continue to run after an incomplete pass once the ball is spotted for play. Both of those are considered controversial. Could you see both of them being enacted, Brian? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think there's, there's it's going to come to a point in time there where television television dictates where the pro game goes. But you also are in a situation, too, where these offenses are far more efficient 
So I think you have to you have to account the offenses in the NFL are far more efficient. So you know with the incompletions and things like that, that's what drags out the game. Plus, what you're getting in these replays, you know, you're getting like two to, you know two replays a game more than what you get in the NFL. They need to figure that one out. But yeah, I could see those things being enacted. Yeah, you know, you could you could really start to trim down some of this stuff. College football conducted a field study last season to ascertain the impact of the proposed changes. A running clock after a first down would eliminate about seven to nine plays per game. Yeah. A running clock after an incomplete pass could eliminate more than twice that number. So they're getting very aggressive and trying to get away from the 80-play games. I like that because I've always thought the stoppage after every first down is I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't think you need to do that in college football, especially in a very pass and pass happy conference, just like the Big 12. The Big 12 games are the ones that always seem to take the longest, but now the air raid has taken over the sport, and you have Lincoln Riley that's moved over to the Pac-12. You got Dion that's in Colorado. He's going to do a lot of that as well with Shador Sanders, his son. So everyone's going to be throwing the football a ton. You're going to have all of these games that are going to be about four hours. I think you've got to go ahead and just take that out of the game. Well, I, I don't like the idea of stopping the clock or, or starting the clock after an incompletion. At no point should the, the clock stop after an incompletion, even after the ball's set. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally hear you. And we need to, I, I think, move in line with making it like the NFL. There's really no reason to to be different. 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's the easiest thing in the world, but you don't have to tweak it that far with the incompletion. Just eliminate stopping the clock after a first down, and I think we're all gravy here. Okay, another college football uh, thing to ask you guys about. The Cowboys are being linked to the, to the, uh, the TCU guard. Have you guys taken a look at this kid? Steve Avila at, yeah. at, a, at a TCU. Yeah, and he, he played every uh, offensive line position during his time there at TCU. He's a guy, and in, in Brian, I, I thought he was much better in terms of a run blocker than a pass blocker. Uh, I, I, th- I thought he was, he's really good in terms of run blocking. Not the most athletic guy in terms of being able to get out in space. I don't think he's like a very good pulling guard, but he's got a good base. He's strong, uh, and he can certainly maul some people and get out there. But he, he's going to be good against, in my opinion, like the one techs, the heavy, the big boys. He's not going to get overpowered, but he's going to struggle against the speed rushers. Very similar to Osiris Torrance from Florida that a lot of people have kind of uh, uh, tabbed. If you follow mock drafts, a lot of people have put Torrance there. Both are you know 330-pound guys. You know The athletic ability and stuff is not great. And in Zach's right, the cutoffs, the reaches, the scoops, the second level stuff, that's all really kind of a problem for them. Mm. But as far as pass blocking stuff, if you try and run through them, they're not you're not going to get through these guys. I want a strong athlete though, don't we? Especially if we're going to be making sure they can run the ball. This is a bad year for guards then. Okay. If that's what you're talking about. Because they're now everybody's talking about converting tackles. There's a there's a couple of different guys that 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 we've seen there. I, I know that uh McFadden, uh, Jordan McFadden from Clemson was a mention, and Warren McClendon from Georgia were two guys that were tackles that people are converting to guards that are undersized. Very good. We will have the best draft coverage, not only for the Cowboys, but I do believe every year in the entire NFL, the best draft coverage you can get is right here at 105.3 The Fan because of the work that all these guys put in. It is time now to go into the Pimp Cup for the G-Bag of the Day with Lucius. Here he is. Happy Tuesday, Fat Tuesday. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. There you go. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. right. It's a big day. You got your beads on over there. That is right. Hell yeah, he does. You so, see me? Yep. You yep. guys see me? Looking good. Yeah, you got your purple hat on. It yeah. all makes sense now. Uh, it's festive. I am. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, our winner is Drewski. Comedian Drewski was at the dunk contest. Sitting on the court side when Matt McClung did his thing. 
Trusky got really excited, ran all up in Matt McClung's face. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! They need to drug test that white boy! They need to drug test you! They need to drug test him! Drug test him! They need to drug test him! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Loving it. McClung, what a beast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope they do that next dunk contest. Have the, like, the Dunkademics boys out there. Yeah. That you know what I'm saying? I like that yeah. Dunkademics vibe yeah, better yeah. than the the spoiled NBA cast that don't want to do any dunking. That was uh, that was a lot of fun, you know, and the reaction that they got from some of the players was great. And looking on social, Mac has at least another three or four dunks that could win it again next year. Yeah. You know, he that's kind of what he does. So yeah. do you guys follow Dunkademics, by the way? No. You ever heard of it? Uh-uh. I've heard of it. I don't I don't consistently I've seen bits of it, and these guys are the real deal. Isaiah Rivera, New Williams, it's amazing. Yeah, some good stuff. Uh my son gave me that follow a while mm-hmm. back. Mike Bassick. On no fun losers. We you know what I call that. those people, Derek? I'm not allowed to say it. Losers. Oh, okay. Because they've never won anything, else. so they're just sad. And they can't Why figure out how to compete, that? and they can't figure out how to have fun, and everything's offensive to them. They're just losers. And now we have websites where they can type and stuff like that. And they're like, he's a loser. He, he gave him a tampon. He should... Hey, you're a loser. Just stop watching things. Just hang out with your other losers and, yeah, and compete go, Compete for nothing. Stay in your safe space. You know, tiddly wink it up. <laughs> tiddly wink it up. That is a great, great word. Yeah. There's some really good overreactions to that Tiger Woods thing, man. That was actually pretty funny. Almost funnier fun- than the joke were some of the reactions. Lappin? Oh. <laughs> right. Let's go to uh, let's go to Houston right here. CW thirty nine weatherman Adam Kruger. He likes to his followers challenge him to throw in like rap lyrics. Oh geez. or just anything. <laughs> yeah. I just got I grabbed the rap ones, but it's anything. Matter of fact, I got a Taco Tuesday too right here because that's a weekly holiday that I do celebrate Taco Tuesday. But here's Adam Kruger down there in Houston. CW thirty nine weatherman throwing a little California love into the weather report. When it comes to rain over the next seven days, though, California knows how to party. Look at all that wet weather there. It's no surprise there's a flood watch from Oakland to Sacktown, the Bay Area, and back down. We're looking at about five to seven inches in Southern California. Mm. Nice, dude. I, I think he did a yeah. great job with that. Great really job. Did. Yeah. Seamless. Yeah. Here he is with a little Taco Tuesday. Explanation, too, for you. And just to remind you about the terminology now, because you may see watches and warnings posted somewhere in Texas, somewhere in southeast Texas today. So what better thing to use as an analogy than a taco, right? So when we talk about severe weather, you hear watches and warnings. So with a taco now, a taco watch means the ingredients are there for a taco to come together. And then when you have a taco warning, you actually have the taco. How about it? Dude. This guy's yeah. got it going on. It's good, man. He's we need good. to get him up here. We need to see him on like Good Morning America now. Yeah. This is CW thirty nine stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I want to see him go head to head with old Delkis. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say put move move Kruger on up. Yeah, I give him a shot with this stick. Now you got to be careful with that stick, uh, Lucius, as you probably remember. The chopster got fired from his G League broadcasting oh, duties. That's right for doing bits. <laughs> you know, so if you're gonna pull it off, I'd say you got to be as smooth as Kruger. Nah, they weren't trying to win. <laughs> Uh, here he goes doing the regulators. <laughs> no fun losers. A, yeah. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Check out the time lapse as the kids are heading out to the bus stop. That wind about to make some bodies turn cold. Wind chills in the 20s. We're in need of something else. 
Our cold front just hit the east side of the USA. We're heading into a whole new era. But as we get into next week, yes. the temps are high like every day. Coming up, though, I've got a forecast full of warmth, and it's going real swell. That 10-day forecast in less than 10 minutes. If you smoke like I smoke, <laughs> then you're high like every day. Speaking yeah. of high every day, what's up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> what's up, bro? Oh, yeah, I love that damn song. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Nope. Okay. Speaking of high, I didn't know there was a legal limit of highness. Apparently. Oh, there is? Yeah, oh. apparently. What? Oh. How do you test that? What does that mean? It means you, means you are higher than twice the legal limit. Twice in legal minute? No. <laughs> I don't know. A minute. What yeah. is that? I didn't know. Is that your WAC? Your 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 weed, your weed alcohol content? alcohol content? Yeah. What is that? Oh, man, your blood weed content, your BWC. Yeah. Do they can they measure that now? Do they got like a they got like a roadside deal for that? I don't know if they have like an instant I, thing for that. I yet. think we're fooling around there. I think we're fooling around with a little that. game right there. Yeah, I think we're a little gamesmanship. Yeah, we're titillating with yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think he got yeah. his point across. A little yeah. dub over maybe because yeah. he was in a police station. He was yeah. sitting down with his hands, but maybe it's a, a dub over. You know, maybe it's that little AI stuff. I don't Ooh. know. Uh, yesterday I played this one. Charles Barkley. Speaking of drinks and smokes, that's weed. That's weed. Charles Barkley said everybody in Utah is going to heaven. These people going to heaven up this way ain't nothing to do with this boring ass city. Now it's boring? <laughs> boring, ain't nothing yeah, to do with it. It's a great city. No, you just was like, oh, ladies, it's a great city. It's a great city, but ain't nothing to do here. These people all going to heaven. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've never ate so much room service in my life. Can't smoke, can't drink. <laughs> These people going to heaven. <laughs> Where they going? They going to heaven. <laughs> I guess they need you, Lucius, to show them where the good time was at. I, I have no idea. I'm saved, sanctified, and hit. Yeah, with the Holy Spirit. Very nice. All right, is it Drew's reaction to Mac McClung? Is it Mike Bassick on No Fun Losers? Adam Kruger, CW39. Guy was two times the legal limit of highness. Or is it uh, Charles Barkley uh, in the uh, NBA on TNT crew uh, talking about everybody in Utah is going to heaven? Well, I don't know, Chief. You want to start the vote yeah, today? Yeah, these are strong, man. I'm going to go with the uh, the legal limit. Okay. Lucius? Uh, Adam Kruger. Ready? Well, Chuck? Ça passe, na pa boule. Give me a basket. <laughs> okay, we're tied to one, Brian. Man, I'm all about that weather, man. Okay. Are you? I am. I'll all vote for that. the, the I champ. Like I didn't get a chance to. One of my favorite songs. Buy a score of two to one to one to one. Adam Kruger, CW39, is your new G-Bag of the Day champion. All righty. Now, uh, if you ever miss the G-Bag of the Day, you can always come back around 540 LA Live with Lucius Alexander. He replays that G-Bag of the Day in there for you. Okay, uh, when we come back, it's time for Krusty's Corner. Where are we going with that, sir? Yeah, this guy is never going to get any credit. We'll talk about him next. Welcome back, nation. Hope you're having a great day. Sports hodgepodge coming up at 3 o'clock with Eric Chiafalo. Time now for Krusty's Corner. Here he is, King of the Krusties himself, Brian Broaddus. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Um, man, I was just talking to these guys about uh, me going to the cardiologist today. That's one of those things. You talk about get your attention when you're talking about your heart. Anything they say, well, you need to think about this. I'm like, just tell me what I need to do. 
You know, <laughs> just tell me what do I need to do? Is that yeah. why you think you got that uh that that deal that email on the deal for the coffin? Yeah, I you think, think so. They have oh, like no. a deal with the doctor's office when they see you make an appointment with this doctor, they just pump you with yeah. An email they they say have you thought about your burial thoughts? You <laughs> got that email. Yeah, yesterday. they asked me. They asked me on on the air. Like I'm sitting on the air and they send me. Have you thought about your burial thoughts? You know, oh, I'm like no, and I'm going. And I just said it. I'm like, gosh, I go, I've never got that email before. But they must have known I was going to the cardiologist today. By the way, a lot of skilled men and women out there. And thank you to the lady who took my blood. I'm a scaredy of the needle guy. Mm. And, like, I can't look, mm. you know, when they're drawing blood for tests and stuff. I can't look. Man up. She, she, I know. But she did it. Like I didn't even feel it. It's one of those things. Next thing you know, she had two tubes of blood i'm like yeah, going, ma'am i ma'am can i just take you with me everywhere i go and she goes yeah you know no problem we were talking about the superstar I mean, yeah i mean it, i i'm scared to death of the needle things i just am. will you pass out if you look over there i don't want to do it i don't want to see the blood going into the tube i get it i don't but i watch somebody do surgery how about that i would i would watch somebody do surgery it's like if it's not your blood you're it's, cool it's the needle in the arm Thing. It's just a weird thing. I was getting paid like fifty bucks a pop to go give uh, plasma in college. Just yeah. stick me, yeah. stick me once, twice a week, and there's some, there's some spending money. Any way to make that money, huh? Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, real quick here, I I reached out to one of my cap guys around the league. I was asking because we're doing tag stuff. Yeah, talking about tags and things. Uh huh. And uh, I asked him. I said, Hey, uh, you know, the, today's tag day, right? Tag day, and. I'm like, does it make sense to kind of wait on this stuff, to wait, you know, to take it to the full extent, not be the first jump in on the first day and all that? And my guy gave me some pretty good insight there uh, from one of these teams. He said, you know, it, it makes the most sense, uh, you know, it makes the most sense to, to do this. And he said, it's, you know, you want to exhaust every opportunity to get a deal done, mm-hmm. you know, before you have to use the tag. He says the combine gives everybody a better idea what a guy's worth and what the interest level is, you know? And so I was like going, oh, okay. And I said, okay, put yourself in the Cowboys' shoes. Put yourself in the Cowboys' shoes when talking about Pollard. And he goes, my guy said, he goes, I'm 50-50 on this one. He says, I would rather have him on a one-year deal under the tag at 10.1 and move on after that than to do maybe a three or four year deal at nine to eleven million dollars. You know, I, it sounds like these 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 cap guys and general managers are wanting to get out of the 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 running back business. What you guys were talking about, yeah. you know, what I'm saying. So it, I I felt like you know, and I and I asked him, I go, man, I go, he's a really good player, and he goes, yeah, but have you seen the draft? Have you seen what's going on in in the undrafted guys out there at running back? And so I'm like, well, you know, it's it's like I said, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, he was he was even saying this, like he goes, it only takes one team, because I was saying that I would I personally would let I would let Pollard walk and see if I can get him back on the cheap, you know, see if I can get him on a one year deal, but my guy was saying, man, it only takes one, only takes one team, it only takes one team to to mess your thoughts up with that. So even even these cap guys are 50-50 on, and maybe it's 50-50 on that position. 
the running back position, what we're talking about. Well, you know, I'd love it if, you know, they decided let's do a a three-year deal but put all of the big cap hit later on. And we'll, we're going to reassess everything after Dak's contract. In two years from now, we'll see where we are. But we're making a bunch of deals to win now. And if that's why the Cowboys want to do a multi-year deal with Tony Pollard instead of the tag, I think I could get behind that. But if you think that we're going to do a multi-year deal with him and he's going to be great the entire contract, I would just ask you to bring up all the running backs that have done second contracts, do some quick math, and determine what your odds are going to be you'll be happy with that contract track throughout the life of it and if you're honest it's going to be about 15 percent of players that do second contracts you're excited about that deal the entire time they're not good you're not going to be happy about it the the fact of the matter is if you do a second contract most likely it's not going to age well and you're going to overpay for the player and that's what happens the the bulk of the production with the running back position is in the rookie contract and that's why i do think you know and and we've talked about that if a b john robinson's there It's a good pick to make. You're not taking him in the top five. I know Cowboy fans are traumatized to that. You're taking him at the back of the first round. We're going to lose that fight. I would rather them do that, though, than, than, than tag Pollard. You know, yeah, I would too. First round too. money at twenty six. What is that? Five or six million right. bucks a year. You're not. Yeah. You're not overpaying for a player, and you're going to get a guy in the best years in his prime, and you're going to be able to just ride him out the entirety of his rookie deal. So, and, and to me, if you're fifty fifty, you should be just out. When you look at the landscape, and we talked about it in the open, based on the free agent backs and based on the draft class, if you're even questioning it, unless you're in love with the player and you're sold on him, I just think you should be out. If there's any doubt, you should be out. He's coming off the injury that you can't be sold on him. I'm just kind of that point. Like I say, when when this guy said, hey, I'm 50-50 on the player, that that at least tells me there is that. I was was thinking if more teams are 50-50 – then my my thought of letting him walk and seeing if he if you could lo- if you could get him at a lower deal it's probably a bad idea if 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 a, if a, a cap guy on a completely another team is saying I'm 50-50 on this Pollard thing I mean the Cowboys I wonder if the Cowboys are even 50-50 on this No I think you have a good point if if you want to have him on the team if you're sure of that I don't think you let him go test the free agent market yeah. because I don't think it's more than half the teams but it's around a handful of teams. And a player like Tony Pollard, if you're of the mindset that you're up for signing a veteran running back, Tony Pollard's the perfect thing, you know? He uh, he has not had many carries at all. The, the burst, you know, you feel like he can catch. Like, he is a prototypical type of dude, I think, for modern NFL offenses. So if you're up for second contracts, then he's your guy. And the Cowboys will lose him, I, I think, if they want to let him go test free agency. All right, um... Well, that was just an interesting thought. Like I said, I know a cap guy for another team, and I was interested. Like I said, I, I was thinking like everybody's like, oh, today's the day you could you could start the cap thing. Now they're like, no, no, you wait to the last minute. You know, you try and exhaust all that to maybe get a long term deal done. And if you can't, then you then you use the tag. So maybe that'll give everybody a little clarity. You're thinking, oh, today is the day they're going to tag Tony Pollard or Dalton Schultz or one of those guys again. No, they they're going to wait and try and get a longer term deal done if they can. All right, um, I thought this was really interesting, and this uh, this is coming from uh, the Spun, uh, and um, it's I think it's unfortunate, but I understand. You know, I think the guy is just being honest about it. Uh, you see what Lashawn McCoy said about Eric Bieniemy? Mm-hmm. 
we have the sound. It's but it might be a little bit. It's about ninety seconds or so, so it might be too long to play. But yeah. yes, I, I, I heard this. He's he's ripping them pretty good. Yeah, and and this is kind of this is kind of, you know, I think to me, I, I appreciate people being honest about things and stuff like that, but I think this is really unfortunate for Eric Bieniemy, you know, in in his situation, and really Lashawn McCoy, you know, he was a former player that played at the Chiefs. So he's talking about Eric Bieniemy, you know, uh, he's happy for him. You know, McCoy's happy for the guy, but he says he wasn't instrumental in the Chiefs' success as others might think. Hmm. And and he and he went on he went on the show with uh, with him and David Hellman, you know, and this was on that uh, the speak. Mm-hmm. And Sean McCoy said Andy Reid was largely responsible for the Chiefs' passing game. He says I've been in rooms where Bieniemy is coaching. And he has nothing to do with the passing game at all. He says, when the plays are designed, that's Andy Reid. He says he also wasn't sure if the enemy has what it takes to be a great coordinator, despite being a two-time Super Bowl champ. He said, quote, Eric Bieniemy, uh, what makes him good? When we watch film of practices and we correct the wide receivers, the running backs, and the quarterbacks, he doesn't talk in there. And he says, you know, now, you know, but Bienemy's had it. He's going to have an opportunity to, uh, to, to prove his value to McCoy. And, you know, I, I, I kind of think it's unfortunate. I want to, you know, I, I know what Andy does there. I know what Andy does in Kansas City. I know how it's the primary play caller. But, man, I, I, I know that 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 Eric Bienemy has some some say in what goes on in that room. And I, well, I don't yeah, wonder. Andy Reid's I wonder, a big believer in him. Yeah, I wonder what McCoy's angle is here on this thing. Well, is this a hot take kind no, of a thing no, here? What are I, we doing here? I, I think it's an unpopular opinion, but I think that opinion is why it took so long for him to get a job. Yeah, like Eric Bieniemy shouldn't have had to wait this long. Right. Um. You know. Uh. So. So you think I people think, are figuring out that he's well, just a just a guy. I don't know if they're figuring it out as a fact, but I think what LaShawn McCoy is revealing is there is a considerable section of the NFL that does not feel like the enemy deserves a shot because Andy Reid did all the stuff. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why it took him so long to get a job. Now he's got a hell of an opportunity to prove all those people wrong in Washington mm-hmm. because Ron's in charge of the defense. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you need the opportunity. You need to be responsible right. for it in order for your leadership to emerge. Yep. It's easy. I'm not going to go in and tell a Hall of Famer like Andy Reid what's what. Yeah. I'm going to observe. It's my mentor. He knows the answers. I'm trying to get the answers. So maybe now, but no, you know, I, I think you're right that LaShawn McCoy is is revealing how a lot of people in the NFL have felt about Eric Bieniemy and, yeah, and why I, it took I, him a I, while to get a job. I understand the interview aspects and things like that he might not do, but to say the guy's just, you know, he had nothing to do with any success. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't yeah. agree with that because I think if we had Andy Reid on right now, Andy, or if we had, even if we had Andy off, uh, you know, off record, off record, Andy would tell you, yeah, you know, I mean, he 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 did some things to help us have some success. Well, other than Matt Patricia, what Patriots defensive coordinators got jobs? It's hard to believe if you're working for Belichick that you did it. Yeah, you know? only Flores, yeah. and he was there for forever. Romeo Cornell. He did, yeah. like, everything for that organization yes. on his yeah. way up. And, and uh, former Chief Tyreek Hill just said, uh, uh, tweeted out, he said, uh, LaShawn is just mad that Biennemi told him to tuck that ball. Huh. With a laughing 
crying emoji. <laughs> so I, I do yeah. think Bienemy is a ride your rear end kind of coach. Yeah. And yeah. so veteran LaShawn McCoy might have been like, please. Oh, didn't you, like it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. And LaShawn it. has some horrible takes. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got to go. Hour one down, four to go. Sports hodgepodge, Chief. Where are we heading with that? Nothing says it's draft season quite like this. That's next. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.